Welcome to FedSpeak, brought to you by MI Market News. I'm Pedro da Costa, and I'm joined by my colleague Evan Reiser to discuss the Federal Reserve's historic 75 basis point interest rate hike this week and what the move suggests about policy as the year progresses. Evan attended this week's press conference with Fed Chair Powell and got to ask him a question, so we'll also try to get that into that a little bit later. Thanks so much for coming on FedSpeak, Evan. Thanks, Pedro. So you were in the briefing room with Chair Powell, as I mentioned. What were your main takeaways from the press conference? My takeaway here is that the Fed always stressed that it would make decisions on a meeting-by-meeting basis, and those decisions would depend on the data, and they lived up to that point to an awkward degree. Um, I, I do think Powell and the FOMC recognizes that they cannot right before every meeting here, change guidance the week of the meeting through leaks to the media. I think they know that that process can't be some new normal through the end of the year or for, for however long. Powell said himself that this is a rare situation and the circumstances that led to it were rare. Uh, he said that he couldn't wait another six weeks uh, to make a 75 basis point move given the data from the most recent CPI and inflation expectations from the University of Michigan and the New York Fed. Um, so the case for 75 basis points really was the news of the higher CPI and inflation expectations, particularly gas and food that, that consumers are seeing in their daily lives. In this view, the best way to restore credibility is to acknowledge the reality, act in a data-dependent way, um, even though it really is an admission that they got things wrong. Um, if you go back to the opening statement that Powell made, he essentially said that they don't really know where the, the economy is going, despite their forecasts, and they're just going to have to act um, meeting by meeting with the data, and it, it's going to be tough here going forward. Um, and in this view, the best way to restore credibility is to acknowledge the reality, act in a data-dependent way. And I think you can break it down between credibility with the market and credibility with consumers, everyday Americans. And in this one meeting, they, they decided to really focus on cons- the consumers and make sure that they're, they're credible with them. Um, I think you can also see just from some of the most recent talk from Neil Kashkari, that's something he really picked up on this morning. He's making comparisons to the 70s and the 80s, and he's concerned about it. Um, but about guidance going forward, um, Hal made clear that he wants to see inflation going down, not up. So I think in the next reading on Wednesday, July 13th for the month of June, if that shows up, in, uh, shows up another tick up in inflation, then I'd, I'd expect another 75 basis point move. And I'd just point out that you're already seeing firms out there saying that that could go up again, the year-over-year headline inflation number. Do you get a sense that, I mean, he didn't really close the door to a full percentage point move. Would that be too much of a shock at this point? I think if we see a true, true shocker or something, even outside of what we saw in the last reading, then I think it's possible. He did not outright dismiss it. He definitely didn't make a 100 basis point move, the base case. So I think it's out there. But as you said, a 50 or 75 basis point is probably more likely. But I think Powell learned something from the last time around. In May, if you go back to the actual transcript, he's responding to a reporter. And he says that they're not actively considering 75. So he's leaning against an option, whereas this time he's kind of leaning for other options, showing what the base case is. And he actually said it in the opening statement. So he prepared for it. He, he wasn't responding to a reporter. He's saying what he wants and being a little bit more clear. So I think he learned something from May at the press conference and then also the, the other interviews that he did in between from the May meeting to the June meeting. 
Yeah, you made a good point earlier about the choice between the types of credibility. Another way that I saw it framed was the credibility of the Fed's forward guidance versus its inflation fighting credibility. Uh, and it seems like, of course, as you mentioned, they went for the latter. Can we talk a little bit about the questions that you asked him and uh, what you made of his answers? You asked him a little bit about a review of the inflation situation? Yeah, I asked that they're doing uh, kind of a little bit more formal review of what's happened with monetary policy with inflation over the last two years. And then I asked them about what we've been seeing in treasury markets with a little bit of a liquidity situation of exacerbating moves in that market, and then also just generally in financial markets. Um, but for the first question about the review, I was still a little surprised. You know, if you go back in March and you kind of look at the Q&A where he spoke to Nabe, he talked uh, a little bit gingerly about, you know, what the next era will be for inflation. What could happen after we're done with this whole situation? And he, he kind of opened the door to the possibility that we could have a, a little bit higher inflation regime. And I think this time around, in response to my question, he is saying that we will have a new regime after this. If you go back and you look at the 70s, there's a series of shocks and then you enter a new era. And he, he said that we'll have that this time around, but he's still not quite sure what will happen. Um, but I think he's still leaving open that possibility that you could have, you know, an average of two and a half or three percent inflation going forward. So not, you know, terribly high, but still a little bit higher than in the past. And then when I asked about QT, uh, he's giving a very simple, you know, pat answer about QT, its path and how it really is on a glide path going forward. So nothing new, nothing entirely new in his response there. But I think if you look at Powell's response to that and the FOMC statement itself, I think they view that program as set. And I think it also you know, somewhat shows that sales for some assets um, that the market is thinking about and kind of trying to understand what the Fed is going to do in the future, it, it does look a little bit unlikely in the medium term, at least. All right, we'll leave it there. That was Evan Reiser, my colleague and intrepid Fed reporter here in Washington. Thanks so much for joining me.